If you want to do it, then just do it. We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here is Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again, everyone. Thank you for joining me for Bible Time. Yes, I told you I was going to be gone for two weeks, but as it turned out, I only needed a week off. When I last left you, I said that I was writing a book and I needed time to finish it up and get it out into the hands of some beta readers. Well, that's done. I now have six or seven people that are reading the book. Um, hopefully, we'll give reviews on it and then I'll go from there. And I'll also put it into the hands of someone who's going to do some proofreading for me and we'll see where it goes from there. But in the meantime, I have time. So I decided I would record Bible time and I want to take today, take this week to just kind of encourage you in case you have ever found yourself up against something that seemed monumental. Kind of like a David and Goliath type of situation. What I wanted to point out is in Joshua 1.9, before I ever even really knew what I was reading, I came across this verse and I highlighted it. One of the first highlighted verses I ever highlighted in my entire life. Joshua 1.9, you might be familiar with it. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I want to read that again. Be strong and courageous. That's the first command. Do not be terrified. That's hard to do sometimes, isn't it? But it's a command. Do not be discouraged. Oh, whoever gets discouraged. Yeah, we all do. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. What a beautiful statement that God had given Joshua as he's about to enter into the promised land. He's taking over from Moses. He's about to enter in. Jericho is on the horizon. The walls are still up. This guy, this kid, was probably scared to death. And, the God, and our God says to him, Do not be discouraged. Do not be terrified. Be strong and courageous. Wow. Because God is with us wherever we go. You know, I first started writing a novel in 1996. Yeah, it's now 2021. So that means it was 25 years ago. In the summer of 1996, I had a laptop. It was, it was a big thing, too. <laughs> it was not like what you see today. But um, the company I was working for let me use it. They said I could use it for wherever I wanted. Uh, I wasn't doing remote work. That was before the days of remote work. But I used it while I was working. But they said, any evening, you can do what you want. So I wanted to write a book. And I wrote a book. And it took me well, pretty close to a year to write Behind the Sun. Uh, it was a story of a an astronaut who goes up into the... This is great. In 1996, I said that the uh, NASA would work with a private company... Now, I called this company NSEC, N-S-E-C, National Space Exploration Corporation, similar to what you, something you might have heard known as SpaceX. Um, no offense, Elon Musk, all credit to Elon Musk for SpaceX. That's not my thinking. But anyway, NSEC took over for NASA, and they were putting people into space. And the goal was to put someone in the Earth's orbit to go ahead of the Earth in the same trajectory that the Earth orbits the Sun, and essentially go behind the Sun, you know, of course, 
if there's something back there, we'll see it on our way around, right? But the premise was that if this, if you would raise your left hand and pretend you're holding the earth in your left hand, and then you raise your right hand and you're holding another object in your right hand, and they're directly across from one another, diametrically opposed, with the sun in the middle. Of course, the sun being big enough that as the earth travels around the sun, this other object travels around the sun. My premise was that there was a planet behind the sun called Huvex, H-U-V-E-X, okay? And on planet Huvex, they were smaller than the earth, and I figured out the physics. I, I tried to anyway, did some research and said that, you know, it's possible that this planet could be in the same gravitational pull as the earth. Now, it's probably not the truth, but that was my premise behind the whole book. Well, anyway, the astronaut travels to on the Earth's orbit in the MEO expedition, Mother Earth Orbit expedition, and they run into this planet behind the sun. When As soon as they lose communication with um, ground control back in the, in the United States, they lose communication. They see this planet appear behind the sun that can, home, can be the home of Earth-like beings. Well, there was... Uh, a group of beings that lived on this planet that were far more technologically advanced than we are on Earth. And they had come to Earth. They had stolen some people off of an airplane. There was an airplane that crashed in the ocean and they didn't found, couldn't find any survivors. All the people were gone. Well, they had taken those people back to Hoovex and they manipulated their DNA and they adapted them to the planetary conditions of Hoovex. Seven-person crew goes and lands on Hoovex, and they don't know what they're in store for. Well, because it's smaller, time is faster. So they age faster. But again, the Hoovexians have adapted the DNA of the humans, and they do not age as fast. They actually age slower than they would on Earth. So what it is, is there's a person on this, on this mission whose mother was captured and taken to Hoovex, and she meets her mother when she is basically her mother's age, because they age slower on this planet. Well, anyway, as time goes on, it, it was a, I wrote it, it was like 260 pages or so, but it was terrible. I mean, I, my writing style was awful. Uh, it was disconnected in various places. I want to give a shout out to my brother, Adam Bliss, for reading it and telling me it was good. It was garbage. I know that now. But anyway, I kind of gave up after that. That was, you know, I was getting close to like the year 1998. My son was born. I was like, yeah, I, I tried writing, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't my thing. Well, in approximately, I don't know, 10, maybe even 15 years ago. I keep saying 10 years ago, but it might have been as many as 15 years ago. I had an idea to write another book and I called it 40 on 70 about a man who would travel for 40 days on Interstate 70 and I wrote down a bunch of ideas, got a name for him, Jake Anderson. I, I wrote all this stuff down. I was like, I can't do this. I had tried it once. It was terrible. But one day, I read that in my Bible again. And I saw that highlighted verse. And I said, you know, I really should try that. And I didn't try it until 2018, three years ago. Um, met uh, Ian Thornton. And then it was about a year after I met him that he and his daughter were in church, and, I, and his daughter had just received an offer from a publisher to publish a book. I said, hey, you know, I wrote a book. He's like, really? And I said, yeah, but it was no good. And I, I actually have an idea for another one, and I pitched the idea to them for 40 on 70, and they're like, Ian's like, dude, that's a movie. And I'm like, I don't know. So 
you know, I waited about six months and I wrote about, I wrote the first chapter and then I wrote part of the second chapter. I basically had about 45 pages and I gave it to him and his daughter, Gracie, and they both read it and said, please write this book. You know, it was in February 2020. We know what happened in March of 2020 when the pandemic hit, everything just stalled, including my book. Well, I kept thinking about it. And I kept thinking about that verse and like, you know, there's no reason I need to say, I was telling myself I wasn't good. I'm not a good writer. I can't do this. My writing's awful. It was all the work of the enemy bringing self-condemnation upon me. And finally, you know, I, I picked it up again in February of this year, 2021. I started writing a little bit more. I revised it. I actually lost the file with a hard drive crash on my laptop. And so I, I basically started over. I had a, the copy that I had given Ian and he had given it back to me and i just in the summer you know i started typing writing up what i wrote and i wrote a little bit better a little bit different than what i had written down i found some mistakes so it's kind of like a second draft and then i set it aside until august of this year and i hear the lord speak to me and say start writing I'm like yeah yeah i know i gotta start writing no start writing three times i heard it so i pick it up and then you know towards the end of august my laptop's sitting right there I pick it up, I start writing, I wrote 34 pages that night. And I thought, okay, so I write down, jot down an outline, I put it up on my wall in my office at home, and every time I think about it, I just started writing, and I finished the book. Oh, I don't remember, at the end of September, first part of October. Yeah, first part of October, I guess it was, a couple weeks ago. I finished the book. Uh, and then I went through the editing process, and here we are. I mean, I've edited it three times. I know it's still got mistakes, and hopefully the proofreader will catch that, or beta readers will point some things out to me. But uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm, I want to encourage you, okay? I, I, You know, part of this is, yeah, I want to promote this book. I want people to read it. I'm not looking to make any money off of this. I'd like to maybe cover my expenses, maybe make a donation to the Fulcrum Center for helping me publish it. I'm not looking to make a fortune on this, but the message that God had given me, I want to get it out there. To have a strong, close relationship with him, it will change your life. It changed mine. Just in the time from August until like basically a month, a little month and a half, where I wrote most of this book, telling people in this book to have a strong, close relationship with God, he was drawing me into a closer relationship with him. And I'm a changed person now. I really am. And, you know, some of you may not realize it yet, but over time you're going to see how I've changed because of my relationship with God, how it got closer. So that's the first thing I'm trying to do is encourage you to have a strong relationship with God. But I also want to encourage you, if you want to write a book, write it. Don't worry if it's not very good. If the if your writing style is not great, if you got a message, get it out. God will help you get it out there there are people who can help you with the style help you with the edit editing help you with the cover design i can help you i have researched so many things on how to self-publish a book i would be glad to help you in fact contact me and we will do this that's the first thing or maybe it's not a book maybe you want to go back to school maybe you want to finish school maybe you want to learn something new Maybe you just want to get closer to God. Maybe you want to read the Bible cover to cover. This big, thick thing. Yeah. Maybe you want to do that. 
I don't care how big or small your dream is. I'm telling you, take time to do it because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He will guide you. He will protect you. But you have to make that move. He is a gentleman. He's not going to get in your way once you make that move. You can do this. You get to do this. What is it? You want to be a pastor? You want to do more in church? You want to sing? You want to learn to play an instrument? You want to write a book? You want to start a podcast? What is on your mind that God has put there? Go forth and do it. Because you're not doing it alone. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God goes with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9 That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. And God bless. You've just listened to Bible Time. New episodes come out every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Thanks for listening.